Hello, I'm back with another podcast and I'm trying to get these more regularly again because I've had so much going on in my life, but I'm gonna start posting like at least once a week, especially when summer starts and I need somebody to hold me to that because I always say that and then I just like fall off the deep end with remembering. But today, I'm going to talk about my preferences. And what I mean by that is like my preferences with my relationship with Christ and how I live that out in my life. Um, And I was sort of running out of ideas for a second, but I ended up texting some friends and asking for what they noticed that I do when I live out my relationship with Christ. And for some things that I could kind of speak on. And so these first few are going to be things that I truly do strongly believe in and what came to my mind. And then the last couple are going to be ones that people pointed out to me saying that, oh, you do this or this is something that you should speak about when it comes to preference. Starting off simple, um, I would just like to say this came to my mind really quickly because I was just having a conversation with a friend about it the other day because... During halftime at our soccer game, a fire truck and a few police cars went by, and I was standing next to my friend Molly Rupert, and so I grabbed her hand, and I started praying, and I was like, Dear Lord, I pray for whoever's in need of that fire truck or those police cars right now, and I pray that you would keep them safe and that there's nothing going on, you know, like whatever, like a little safety prayer and protection prayer, and Molly was like, Oh, like, I always pray those inside of my head, and I told her, I was like, Well... When I grew up, my parents always told me that when you pray out loud, the devil can hear what you're saying. Because when you pray in your head, he can't. And that's something that I really did learn kind of at a younger age. My parents did want to point out to me is that the devil cannot hear your thoughts. And so when you are like in your head, like away from me, Satan, he truly can't really hear that. Because only God understands and knows what's in our heads, right? And what's in our hearts. But Satan is only able to tempt us or to speak to us or to try and haunt us in a way through what he can whisper in our ears right because he's I don't even know how to describe it but anyways so I told her and I was like yeah I always pray out loud because that's when you know the devil can hear and the devil does not want to be around anything that has anything to do with Christ and so when you are praying out loud it's kind of another way of being like away from me Satan like get out right this is not your place this is not your home like leave bye so that is one of my big preferences I do always pray out loud sometimes when I'm like going to bed obviously and I'm exhausted and I just don't want to like sit up and pray out loud yeah I'll pray in my head but like 9.9 times out of 10 you will find me praying out loud I love praying I really do sometimes like I'm a normal human and I do struggle with remembering but I do love praying it's like my favorite thing and I will forever and always pray out loud because it is something that I do prefer especially when it comes to the whole sense of like the devil can hear what you are saying when you are praying out loud and that is so strong something very firm for me next i would say something that i prefer is more on the church side of things um i do prefer a non-denominational church um and that for me is just being able to go into church and have a pure and intentional conversation unpacking passages in the bible and going through series and just the raw and intentionality is that the right word i think it is of like just reading and digging into the word and learning more about that um and just that being a focus 
with that, I would like to say that one of my huge preferences is sitting front and center at church, like front row and center. And I would say this for multiple reasons. One, I get really distracted when I'm like not in the front row because there's so much stuff going on around me and in front of me that I really like struggle paying attention all the time. Two, I feel like I have a lot more space and ability to like worship to my full like need, capacity, and preference um, when I am in the front because I can spread my hands, I can get down and kneel on the ground when need be, which happens a lot because that's just my favorite way to worship is on my knees um, and on my hands and feet in front of the Lord. And so that is just something that I've really grown fond of, especially the past like six to eight months. I When I go to church, I'm always front and center. It's something that I really love because like I don't know. I just like being up close. I feel the presence of the Lord more when I am like in his presence and I am so intentional with how I'm focusing and taking notes and worshiping and I'm not worried about everything that's in front of me, behind me, beside me and whatnot. So with that, um, another one I would say is like cussing and curse words preferably I don't ever like I really really try not to and sometimes you know we all slip as humans it happens um whether it be you stubbed your toe and something slips or like a song comes on and you accidentally say something I just don't love it when people around me cuss a lot it just like really irks my nerve if that makes sense and there's truly nothing against it and I don't judge people because of it I'm really not a judgmental person but really what I grew up with is like your mouth speaks what your heart is full of and there's a verse about that and I don't remember how it's worded exactly but it is something like that and it's like what comes out of your mouth is like what is in your heart and so for me personally those words I'd like to keep out of my heart so I keep them out of my mouth as well and um especially like those big what like quote-unquote bad words they really just make me ick and what I mean ick like I actually want to shiver when somebody says it around me that I like just have to walk away or when people cuss around me a lot it's like I have to take myself out of that situation and environment for a hot minute and gotta go on a little um hot girl walk because I just truly cannot handle it or I'm one of those people who are if somebody's like cursing around me I will I'll be like language watch your language <laughs> and some of my friends laugh at me when I do that but truly like it just bothers me sometimes but I mean again everybody slips up we're all human it happens I slip up all the time but it's just something that especially with some words I'm just constantly like okay watch the language that's not okay with that my oh I hate rap now I know my friends on here are gonna be like Caitlin you love Kanye West and his music his music. I love Kanye West music. I do. I love Kanye. Any other type of rap other than like Snoop Dogg, uh, The Notorious B.I.G., Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, any of that good 90s rap, like recent rap from nowadays, such as all about sex, drugs, money, sex, drugs, and more sex, like that literally makes me want to like regurgitate like it makes me want to gag I hate it oh I just hit the mic oops but it's just something my, like somebody will get in my car and it'll come up on the aux because I truly have no preference in aux but I'm just like okay turn it off next song I don't like it turn it off change it please because I just feel like something that I learned the other day 
something that I heard on TikTok is that, which was super, super cool, and I really want to get down and dig deeper into this, but, um, and don't quote me on this, I got it from TikTok, so it might be incorrect, but I'm pretty sure it's right, but in heaven, when Satan was still an angel in heaven, he was the leader and director of worship and music, and so when Satan was cast onto earth from trying to become stronger and more holy than God, all of these things on earth, as in music, became so anti-Christ because Satan was the leader of worship and music in heaven that obviously he's going to use that gift that God did give to him against God and Christ. I'm sorry if you hear my dog in the background. This happens literally every single time. Blaze cannot stay in one room or silently. Um, so... Ever since I did hear and learn that, it was a very good observation as to why I probably do hate rap so much and that it actually just makes me just, it makes me shiver and I just like want to change or get out of the car. Like, I don't know. Anyways, I hate it. That's something that I totally prefer is like no rap other than like very specific rappers and very specific songs, um, which most of them like don't even make music anymore or they were like caught in a gang scandal and like died. So... Other than that, I mean, Kanye hasn't come out with an album very recently other than, like, Donda. And I don't really like Donda, personally. That has nothing to do with these, like, Jesus preferences. That's a chat for another time. Um, something that my friend texted me. I'm getting into the ones that my friends um, kind of reminded me about. One of them is I texted Ethan, like, my best friend. And I asked him, like, what are some preferences? And he was like, I don't know specifically, like, preferences, but... Something that you do say a lot and something that you do truly stand by is, in quotes, she needs Jesus or choose kindness. Um, I will start off with she needs Jesus because every time I truly have a conversation with anyone or speak to anyone or I'm friends with anyone, my biggest concern is, like, their relationship with God and, like, where they are with that. I'm very big on, like making it apparent, which I will get into more later, but like making it apparent that I have a strong relationship with Christ and I want the people around me to be involved with that too. Um, and so I never really say that, oh, she needs Jesus as a petty way. I know that some people would say that, just be like, oh, you need Jesus praying for you kind of thing. And I hate that because then it gets really the wrong type of feeling and the wrong kind of connotation. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think so. Um, but like, it just, it bothers me, but, um, when people use that that way, because it's truly not something that should be used that way, um, but that also falls in line with the whole choose kindness thing, I'm a big believer, and, like, no matter who you are, or what you have done to me, or what you have done to my family, or my friends, or anything like that, I will always be kind to you, because I truly have no problem with people, I don't judge people, and, um, yeah, there are some people in my life that I'm just like, I don't get why you treat me like that, and that bothers me, so I do distance myself, but I do try to be, and I work to be kind to everybody that I'm around, whether that mean I smile at you when I truly on the inside just, just want to keep a straight face and walk away, um, or if that's, I come up and talk to you and I ask you about your day or I try to have a good conversation. Like I truly want to choose kindness. And that was also coming from the fact that I have lost 
family members and a friend to like suicide from truly feeling like they are not loved and so with that like no matter if it is love purely from me love that is coming from me um coming from christ through me in any type of stance or situation um love and kindness is my first response a big preference of mine um another one that my friend brought up is um profession and so there are two main like definitions of this word i guess you could say and i'm going to talk about both of them but first i'm going to talk about um like being open about your thoughts and your opinions um which is one definition of profession and that is something that i'm very very firm in i will never and i mean never act like i am somebody that i'm not um whether that comes to opinions or personality or truly anything like who i am how i act like is truly the raw caitlin now I will say, I do get very anxious and I shut off easily and so I get, become more quiet and as I am, like, I, I truly have a podcast and I talk for hours. Like, I talk a lot, but it takes me a hot minute to, like, truly get to that place with somebody where I feel confident and comfortable enough to talk a lot. But I do truly stay firm to the fact that I am an open book and if somebody asks me a question that you will be getting the honest, open answer that I can give you. I will never, and I, I truly try not to, but again, I'm human, um, and my flesh can take over sometimes, um, and kind of alter the way that I respond to certain situations, but, um, even through that, I try to stay as open and honest that I can about who I am, what I believe in, what my opinions are, and how I treat people, um, and so, yeah, that is something that I truly do believe in, something that I truly do prefer when it comes to profession. Another one I would say is profession in the workplace, um, like jobs and whatnot. Um, now, this is a difficult topic because I know that as Christians, sometimes it's made out to be like, oh, like you were put on this earth to be a ministry, like you should be a preacher. And I know that's kind of something that's made normal, especially in our day and age. It's like, oh, yeah, I believe in God. I'm going to be a preacher. I'm going to be the next Sadie Robertson. I'm going to be the next this, that, blah, 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 whatever. So I truly, when I wanted to grow up, I did want to be a preacher for a while. And I still do want to be heavily involved in the church when I grow up because my granddad owns a ministry. I talk about that all the time. My granddad is a preacher. My granddad owns a ministry. He has his doctorate and a billion little things. And um, he is such a serious, cool guy. Um, and so for so long, I did want to grow up and be a preacher. But then... Um, with that and lies the whole like god has a purpose for your life and he has a plan and he has like he has given you this special ability and blessing that he wants you to use and so i think that i first started to realize that in a workplace since last year when my friend savannah tolls um we were talking about how she grew up wanting to be a preacher and to go into ministry it was something she really believed in but at the same time you know money is a big factor in a lot of it which sucks but it is so true and so she was talking about her passions and really what she wanted to do when she grew up and she was like oh i really want to do hair i really want to do hair but i want something to do with ministry and that 
So when she looked further into that, she started to realize that as a hairstylist and a cosmetologist, you get opportunities hours and hours every single day to sit and speak to somebody while you do their hair or anything else for hours and having open and honest conversations with those people. And you might see them once or they may be a regular customer or client or whatever but like that is truly an opportunity that you have to speak the love of Jesus Christ into somebody um and so she went into cosmetology school and became a hairstylist and she loves it and I talked to her about it a few weeks ago and she was like dude it's phenomenal because I get to talk to people about Jesus all day long I get to bring it up to the most random people that I have never met in my life before and I get to make Jesus's love known and so with that profession is a really cool and big thing when it comes to the workplace because God's purpose for our life and our profession and where he wants us to be in work is not just ministry like yes that is ministry and going out and searching for people and to help them turn to God. I don't even know if I just worded that right. But you get what I'm trying to say. And the same thing goes for my mom was a hardcore nurse. She is still a nurse. She's still an RN. She's just working in a different area. But she did work in the medical intensive care unit at a hospital for 18 years. Big time, right? So she got the opportunity to work with people like almost every single day who either had such a close relationship with Christ, was more so lukewarm on the scale, or um, if they just didn't even know Christ at all. And so I know that she's had really cool moments with somebody when they're on, when she's at the bedside with somebody who is slowly passing away. And they turn to her and they ask her, and they're like, Sarah, I know there is something more. Like, what is it? And so my mom gets to have these cool conversations with people that she hardly even knows that she has been a nurse for, for maybe two days. And they know that they're there and they know that there is something more to life. In two days, three days, maybe even a few hours before they end up passing, they ask my mom, what is Jesus? And how can I get to know him? And so, even just in that short time, my mom has been there for somebody to give their life to Christ because of how she has been able to be a vessel through her profession. And through that, that is her ministry. And so I just think that ministry work is so cool. Me personally, I want to be an engineer. And you might ask, oh, like, Caitlin, how can you work in ministry by being an engineer? Well, first of all, you get the opportunity to work with people every single day. You get to work with contractors. You get to work with other engineers. You get to work with business firms. You get to work with all sorts of people. And because of that, not only is a profession in ministry and leading other people to Christ having those tough conversations, but it is truly being a vessel and a follower of Christ and acting how Christ would. Because people notice that. People notice the kindness. People notice the love. People notice the patience and the hard work and the work ethic and the motivation. And then that strikes conversations. With that, like I said before, I do want to be heavily involved in the church, whether that be in the worship area or in the preaching area or leading people groups. Like, that is just something that I look forward to and I think would be so cool. With that, community is something that I prefer so well. Um, I know in certain situations it's really hard to find a good community um, a good, good Jesus community. And I do know that personally because I've been in that situation before um, when I was younger and I had a really strong relationship with Christ, but I didn't have a good group of people that were strong in their faith as well. And so because of that, 
Caitlin did lose her way um, and was kind of far, 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 far from Christ for a while. She found her way, testimony, amen, hashtag gay. But um, with that, I've come to understand and see that community is such a big thing because if I wasn't around a community of people that love me, love Christ, and love the word and want to spread that with everything in them, I would not be where I am right now. Truly, if it wasn't for Kylie and Erica and the community that they introduced me to at my church, Waymaker, like, I don't think that I would be where I am right now because community is so strong for me. I'm such a people pleaser. Not that that really has anything to do with community, but, like, I'm such a people person, and that's really what I meant to say because I love being around people. I love quality time. I love everything about conversations with people and being around people and becoming comfortable with people and everything people. Like, I just love it. Yeah, I do get a little anxious around a lot of people sometimes or people that I don't really know that well. But, like, when I break past that, like, I am such a people person. And so community has been such a big thing for me, especially in my relationship with Christ, because it's a part of, like, that build on your relationship, that accountability, that, like, faith and that trust and those conversations that you can have and the way that God can speak to you through people it's just so phenomenal to me so community is a huge preference for me when it does come to my relationship with Christ another one um that I would say is a friend actually texted me this and she pointed it out to me and she was like something that I really do notice that you do is no matter what you do you make it aware that you are a follower of Christ and so I kind of reworded that and I put it into like um I wear my heart and my relationship with God on my sleeve which is actually so true because not only do I wear my what would Jesus do, he would love first bracelets, but I post about Jesus. I talk about him. He is brought up into my everyday conversations. He's on the clothes that I wear. Truly everything I do, I try to revolve around Jesus. Um, and sometimes, yeah, that is a struggle because life is life. People are people. Um, and you can't always be the most honest and open person ever you know and um again it's one of those things where sometimes I get really worried about what I say around people and so I will get anxious and kind of quiet down a little bit but like seriously I do try and wear my heart on my sleeve especially when it comes to my relationship with God because that is something that I am so firm in and that I want people to know and be aware of the last thing is is my friend actually texted me this um, when I asked her, like, what are some of my preferences? And I will read it um, because I truly do think it is so true. And it's such a kind word from her um, that truly did mean so much to me. And I do want to talk about it. She said, I would describe your relationship with Jesus and others as intentional. You didn't get to know because... You didn't get to know Jesus because you were at a Christian school or because your parents took you to church, but because you were intentional with getting to know him. And your relationship with people are kind and genuine. And that truly made me smile so hard because I I try so hard to be intentional and genuine, and sometimes I don't know if it comes across that way because obviously talking to people and being that situation with other people can be very stressful. So it makes me feel like a lot better in that sense about I am intentional and people notice that but being intentional is a huge uh, what even is the word like not a goal not like it is a preference for me but it is something that I'm like what even is the word I'm gonna find the word I truly don't know what the word is but 
it is something that I truly do live by, like intention, like being intentional with people, with my relationship with Christ, and how I talk to people, with how I speak to people, how I act around people, um, how I post, um, how I read the Word, how I worship, how I take notes, like all of it. I try to be so intentional about because that is truly the best way that I feel like I use my strengths and my blessings. And my gifts from God is, like, being truly intentional. Whether that be reaching out to people or walking up to somebody and, like, just having a simple conversation or smiling or waving. Like, truly anything, I try to be as intentional as I can because not only do you never know when somebody needs something sweet like that, but it it is a game changer. Um... And then on the other side of that, like, as I said before, being kind and genuine to somebody could truly change somebody's entire day. Um, And sometimes people do take it day by day, and that one smile, that one wave, that one small conversation could pull them through another day. Um, And sometimes that's truly all you need. So, I know this was kind of a shorter podcast, but... Those are some preferences of mine when it comes to my relationship with Christ and something that I am very open about um, and who I am as a person as well. Um, At the end of the day, I think that all of these things have built my relationship with Christ to be stronger um, and have led me closer to Him, which I, like, love in and as itself. But they are also something that I totally would recommend to somebody if they were to ask me, hey, what do I need to do to become closer to Christ and to be more of a Christ-like person? And I would say your preferences and your priorities are truly what stands out the most. How you treat people, how you act towards people, how you talk, how you post, how you wear your heart on your sleeve, the words that you speak, the people that you're around. It truly does say something, and not only does it say something to other people, but it truly does affect who you are in yourself and in your heart so with that being said um I am going to make these more regular again I do have some people that I want to talk to and talk with on this podcast my best friend Kylie is coming back into town and I cannot wait to talk to her again on the podcast um and so yeah be looking forward to seeing more of me or hearing more of me I guess anyways that's all bye guys